Chapter 18 What? Kinkuju yelped. An enemy, Turtle cried. The mop sailed across the room and wrapped Moon sharply on the snow as she tried to back away. Ow! Moon cried, fending it off. Stop! The mop evaded her talons and whacked her again. Tears of pain sprang into Moon's eyes, and she grabbed the handle, wrestling it down to the floor. What are you doing? she shouted at an enemy. I'm not going to let you hurt me. Neither am I, Kinkuju yelled. She dashed over and threw herself on the mop, helping Moon pin it to the ground. Anemone, Turtle said helplessly, stop this. But his sister was busy scooping up another, tamp- another town full of pebbles. Turn into opals and sapphires, she ordered them, and go distract Dark Starker so he won't come looking for her. She opened her claws and a glittering constellation of blue and iridescent gems shot out of the door, tumbling over one another in the air. There, Anemone said, satisfied. Now he come- won't come rescue you. And hey, he did say I should use my magic to clean up. Just stop fighting and do it. She made another sweeping gesture with one town, and the mop's long handle shot upright, cracking Kingaju in the jaw. Yowch! Yowch! Kingaju roared. Turtle fell forward, jumped forward, but he didn't know what to do. Should he cast a spell? Would it be hidden by an enemy without their magic in here? What could he do? Enchant the mop or enchant an enemy? But then she knew he was an animus. This seemed like perhaps not the best time to, re- to reveal that. Still, he had to do something to help Kingaju and Moon. What would the hapless sidekick do in this situation? A heartfelt speech. There was that. There was always the right thing to say, wasn't there? Even the sidekick sometimes got a decent, useful speech. He could talk her down. She was his sister, after all. Anemone, think about what you're doing, he started, his voice cracking. Blah, 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 Anemone said, flapping her claws at him. Quit your jellyfishing, turtle. I'll let your girlfriend and her annoying friend go in a minute. I just don't get what Darksucker sees in Moon, do you? She's nobody special, not like me. A slow smile spread across her face. Maybe I just need to make him realize that. Anemone swept over to the dry fountain and fished something out of it. Some kind of small device that looked like a telescope and an hourglass stuck together. What in the moons is this? Anemone turned over in her claws for a moment, shrugged and tossed it aside. She plugged a piece of broken tile out of the pool. Turn into an earring, she commanded the tile. Something really sparkly and cool that Dark Circle would like. A twisted silver snake with a ruby eye appeared in her talons. Perfect. Now, Earring, as soon as Dark Circle puts you on, I want you to make him stop caring about Moon at all. She'll just be another random dragon following him, and I'll be the only dragon he finds interesting. You can't do that to him, Turtle said. Can you? Would a spell like that even work on Dark Stalker? If it did, maybe it would be a good thing. Maybe it would help Turtle get Moon away from Darkstalker's influence. Maybe it would make her keep her safer from him than she would be otherwise. I should enchant that earring too, he realized suddenly, but with what spell? What's the right spell to put on Darkstalker if I had a chance? Another sleeping spell? Or something to make other dragons see him the way he really was? A spell to make him, re- make him reveal all secret plans? Or a spell that could kill him? Could I really do that? Is that what he deserves? His brain offered up a flash, li- a flash of lonely Darkstalker in the school gardens last night, missing his lost love. And then another flash of blood sending his own claws. Am I a dragon who could kill someone? Anyone? Even him? If I did, would that tip my soul into darkness? Is that the choice I make that leads me to attacking my sister on a beach? You, you jackdaw! Kinkaju yelled at an enemy, coiling her tail around the mop, leaning on it with all her weight. You overwrite melon! Next to her, Moon was struggling silently. You're being absolutely horrible, Kinkaju yelled. Oh, Turtle, is your sister losing her soul? Is she turning evil? 
Is it? Turtle thought with horror. He stopped worrying about that after she put on the silver necklace. But if it didn't work, or if the spell on it wasn't quite what she thought it was... Ha! An enemy cried. I'm not evil. My soul is protected, remember? I've seen evil. This isn't evil at all. This is just a princess dealing with one of her pesky problems. She held up the earring and dangled it in Moon's direction. What else should I do with my magic, do you think? Ooh, I can make him give me the queen's rooms, or I could make him build my, me my own palace. Right next to this one, she breathed out a contented sigh and touched her necklace. Life is so much easier now that I can do anything I want. I wouldn't be so sure of that, Moon said, looking over an enemy's shoulder. An enemy, Darkstalker's menacing voice rumbled like an earthquake rising through Turtle's claws. Explain yourself. The enormous Nightwing stepped through the door and made a gesture towards Moon. The mop clattered to the ground, harmless once more. Kinkajou put one wing around Moon. An enemy swung around to Darkstalker with a sweet, practiced smile on her face. There you are. Oh, this is nothing. Don't worry. I was trying to clean up and the mop went, mop went a bit haywire. These two decided to tackle it. So weird. But look, I found this really cool earring on one of the side tables. Isn't it perfect for you? Liar, Kinkajou yelled, but Darkstalker ignored her. He stepped forward to loom over an enemy, and she backed into a wall babbling. I mean, the king of the Nightwings should really wear the best jewelry, don't you think? I don't accept gifts from Animus Dragons, he growled, especially from deceitful, conniving sea wings. What kind of an idiot do you think I am, that I would fall for a trick like that? It's not a trick, an enemy protested. It's just a pretty earring. Squid guts, you don't have to be so paranoid, she laughed nervously. Spare me your lies, Darkstalker heard. I heard everything. He uncurled his talons, scattering the dust of gemstones at her feet. You thought these baubles would distract me so you could hurt Moon? He snatched the earring out of her claw. You plan to manipulate my emotions to cast a spell on me? Just a little one, and then he stammered. I just wanted you to be my mentor and only pay attention to me, that's all. Don't be angry at her, Darkstalker, Moon said her sides, heaving as she caught her breath. She's young. It was just a mistake, and I'm fine. I will not have dragons. I will not have dragons stolen from me. Darkstalker snarled. Not ever again. He reached one town toward Moon and King Azu and made an odd circling motion with his claws. Instantly, Moon stopped moving as though she'd been frozen, staring forward blankly with unblinkable eyes. King Azu let out a small glass, reached toward her friend. Oh no! Turtle thought frantically. The spell is supposed to be in King Azu too. Darkstalker is going to notice that his magic doesn't work on her. Darkstalker frowned at Kingaju, then down at his talon. Turtle hissed, catching Kingaju's attention, and pretended to freeze in place. Light dawned in her eye. When Darkstalker reached toward her again, she immediately froze where she was, mimicking Moon's blank stare. Good, Turtle thought, although his heart was still pounding. Now hold that. Don't give yourself away. Luckily, Darkstalker turned his back on Kingaju, almost immediately focusing attention on Nenmi. It's time for you to go, princess, he growled. What do you mean, go? An enemy cried. Go where? She glanced anxiously at Moon and Kingaju. What did you do to them? They don't need to hear this part, Darkstalker said softly. It's time for you to go back to the kingdom of the sea. What is he doing, Turtle thought in panic. Is he putting a spell on my sister? But I don't want to, an enemy stamped her foot. I hate it there. I want to stay with you and learn about being an animus. You know all you need to know, Darkstalker said. His voice seemed to be getting colder and darker, like water from the deepest ocean depths curling slowly into Turtle's ears. You know what Albatross did. You know how easily you could be queen. You know that nobody can stand in your way if you decide to go take the Seaving Throne right now. 
Is is that what you want me to do? An enemy asked. I don't care what you do, said Dark Sugar. I was beginning to think you could be a worthy student, that perhaps I should keep you around after all. I thought you might be someone who could work alongside me. He glanced at Moon, then fixed his cold black eyes on an enemy. But I was an idiot to let any affection for you creep into me. You are truly Fathom's descendant. You are just as bad as he is, and I don't want you anywhere near me. I can't help being Fathom's descendant, an enemy cried. I'm sorry, all right? I won't try to cast any more spells on you, I promise. It wouldn't have worked anyways, Darkstalker said, flicking the earring at her. I bounced off her forehead and skidded across the floor. None of your spells will ever work on me. I protected myself from your magic. Now get out. Go kill your mother if you want. Feel free to kill any of dragons who stand in your way. He made the circling motion with his claws again. Moon took a deep breath in, glancing around as though she was mildly puzzled, and Kinkaju imitated her a moment later. You won't be able to hurt Moon anymore, Darkstalker said, sweeping one wing toward the door. So don't even try. This isn't fair, Anemi yelled. It's not fair. She bolted toward the balcony instead, then turned back, framed by the gray light outside. I'll show you how special and important I am. You'll see. She flung herself into the air. Anemi. Turtle's chest ached, as though all his guilt had been become boulders piled on his heart. This is my fault. This is my fault. I can't believe she did that, Kangaju said. Moon, are you all right? Did she cast any spells on you? Darksucker asked gently. No, not me. Not on me, no, Moon said in a shaky voice. I don't think so. Just on the mop and the earring. Three moons, I didn't realize how upset she was with me. Did you see that in her mind? She asked Darksucker. A little, but I didn't think it would escalate so quickly either, he said. Are you having a vision? Moon said, touching her temples. I have a vision headache, but nothing clear is coming through. Or maybe you have a headache because you just got whacked on the head with a mop handle, Kinkaju suggested sensibly. No, it's, I think it's someone danger in the kingdom of sea, Moon said, her worried eyes met Turtles. Cold terror, terror ran through him. Was an enemy really going back home, right now, to kill Mother and steal the throne? She wouldn't do that, he thought, and at the same moment, this new enemy might. This anemone who wants everything, who be- everything, who believes it should be hers. This anemone who used her magic for selfish reasons, who wants to impress Darkstalker. This anemone who acts as though her soul is damaged after all. The enchantment and Darkstalker did on her necklace? What if it was a lie? What if it didn't protect her soul? What if she'd been losing it bit by bit with ev- which each spell she cast? Including the one I asked her to cast on King Aju, Turtle thought with a wince. If that was true, the same thing could be happening to anemone that happened to Albatross. Their murderous ancestor all those centuries ago, and she could be flying home to follow in his footsteps right now.